Thousand live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios. It's the Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Hey, okay, today you guys know what this is about. All right, details under pressure. Okay, know your job, do your job, play aggressive, play fast. Okay, this is football. Okay, you should be played with intensity, and passion, and toughness. I want to see a physical football team. You understand? Yes, sir. I want to see. I'm going to say incredible effort out here today. Yes, all right. Don't let the moment of today, all right, hijack you. All right. Emotionally. Okay. There's going to be some ups and some downs. You ain't going to make all the plays. You're going to screw up. Next play. Windshield mentality. You guys got it? Yes, sir. Right, let's go work. Let's go work. Let's go. Two twelve. One two three. Two twelve. Little scrimmage, little pregame scrimmage pump up there from University of Oklahoma head football coach Brent Venables. Did they have a windshield mentality today? Could you see a real windshield mentality as you were out of this I, I saw some bugs splattering on the windshield today. <laughs> hey, Is I like to hear that. Let's go. Is Linebackers that doing that. Uh, edge rushers. Get everyone all excited. I'm not sure who was the windshield and who was the bug, though, you know? It was uh, it was good though. I'll say this: that new grass looks good out oh, there, it's, man. It's a, it has gone viral on the on the internet. Looks good so much so that Reed Timmer even admitted that in 1998 he snuck out on the field and there were lasers that uh, yep. <laughs> that got him. I whenever I first walked out on the field, I was a little concerned because it was like the sideline area was kind of hard packed. It's like, man, that seems awful hard. But the actual further out on the playing surface is, is way better. I'm just thinking that's probably a high-trafficked area coming in and out of the, the tunnels there. But it was awesome. But enough about that. No one wants to talk grass on here except for okay. Gunny. Uh, <laughs> well, he already sent us uh, <laughs> bricks of weed. And uh, I've only been on air for an hour so far. Um, where, where do we start here? Let's start with the um, let's start with the defense, and let's start with the the safeties. Allegedly, they didn't have a great day the scrimmage on Saturday. Safeties look a lot better than what they did a few days ago. Was it was it a bounce back day for the deepest position group on the team? I thought the safeties. I thought they performed well for the most part. Um, they had a couple of breakdowns out there. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I wasn't too concerned with the breakdowns that I saw. I know the coaches are, I mean, that's, um, I think those things are going to continue to, to get, get better and better. Like I, I recognize that you look at the, you look at the calendar, like we're getting really close here. So you can't you can't have like these. these the stress massive... level is uh, at at a at an all time high right now, and it's only going to yeah. get more so to the start of the season. Really, the better question is to you: who who really stood out today? Position group, individual player. Who do you feel won the day? Defensive line. Defensive. Okay. Well, that I I love to hear that, and I'm not going to take that as oh God, our offensive line sucks. I am just going to take the positives as they come, and I don't hate that the defensive line won the day today, and maybe it's not the first time this training camp that they've done so. Yeah, they they looked good. Defensive line is – they've just got a a good 
solid ro- rotation. Uh, I don't know that we have any any superstars there, but I think you combine what those guys have, which I think is is really really solid and a good scheme with some things that they have right now that I feel like are going to take take advantage of the way that they play. Well, what some good stuff. you're saying defensive line to me, like it'd be a little bit different if you said all oh, the edge rushers were really getting after it today. You know, I you, you said the defensive line as a whole, so that makes me think that what we've heard from training camp is is true that the edge rushers are performing well. Uh, defensive end, sure, but really it's that interior of the defensive line that's really making it to where you're saying the the defensive line as a whole compared to just the edge rushers. Yeah, maybe I should have said the front, um, you know, because cause I am talking about the ends and the interior guys in combination, the way that they're, they're working right now. It looks good, and it looks deep. You know, they've got a like, – just kind of the way they structure scrimmages – is, I mean, you, you've got a first team and a second team. It's not like an ongoing. It's not like an ongoing game that you just kind of sub guys in and out. It's like one group goes up against another group of the offense, then the next group goes up and like you know what I'm saying. So sure. you're on on like an entire unit, and at least from what I've seen, and and maybe. See, because the offensive line, it's it's harder to have that depth on the offensive line, but it doesn't look like there's a whole heck of a lot of fall off between the two different units on the on the yeah. front. So, if defensive line won the day, who would be who would be next in line? Again, that's position group or just an individual player stood out above everyone else. Thinking hard on this well, one, so there's there's it's some just, in contention. It's kind of hard to say because I'm not exactly sure. I thought the se- the secondary looked good. There was there were several deep balls, one on ones, and the defense like good throws, good routes, good competitive deep throws down the field, and the defense won all of them. Got their head around. Got their head ball. around right. batting balls. Uh, you know, just take it, ripping it from the receiver's hands as they're trying to pull it down. That was really, really good. So you left today. There were some uh, practices in the spring that, okay, got a long way to go. Do you do you leave today watching this team, what, 17 days until kick? You feel encouraged by what you've seen today and over the course of the past two weeks? I'm encouraged, yes. Because it feels like the coaching – like um, Ted Roof just said something, was it yesterday, two days ago? It They feel confident that they're going to be better defensively. I, yeah. And you, you're in that spot as well. You feel good about it. Yeah. I do. And it's hard. You know, it, I, I don't think the – I don't think the scrimmage, like the way it is laid out and everything, I think there's a bit of a built-in edge defensively. Um, just Just by the way it all unfolds. So I think the offense has to just overcome a few few built-in things – that may lend it to the the defense's advantage slightly, um, but all in all, I thought it was that was good. It was competitive, um, even though it was big plays were were hard to come by. There was a handful of opportunities where there were breakdowns in the secondary, 
like coverage wise, mental breakdowns, and Dylan Gabriel was able to throw perfect balls and and take advantage of hit those. The, he hit the layups today, huh? He hit the layups. All right. So what we've been uh, hearing throughout training camp held up today. Maybe he, he had a good day. I'm telling you, he continued. There was there was a play where he pulled it down and ran. And looked really good on a, you know, it was a blitz up the middle, man-to-man coverage on the back end. And uh, he pulled it down and made a really nice run. Again, continues to look, uh, continues to look more athletic than he did a year ago, in my opinion. Um, But he was, I thought he was really sharp on, like, again, those deep balls were all really good competitive throws. Um, He... Well, he was forced to take a lot of underneath stuff because of good coverage and good defense, and he was sharp on those throws. I I have no complaints on what I saw from Dylan Gabriel. Can I paint a picture without being out there for any of the scrimmages? Do you think you've been to, what, three now, three practices, scrimmage, maybe four, whatever? Yeah. Um, just kind of piecing everything together. He looks faster. He looks more consistent. It feels like he's playing with a lot of confidence right now. Yeah, a lot of I mean, maybe and maybe a lot more confidence that he was playing with a year ago, and that could change if the season doesn't go well, if they're not humming offensively to come out of the gate this year. But confidence doesn't seem to be an issue for him at at this at this point. He looks, he I mean, he looks like he just looks incredibly sharp. Right, I and it's hard in this situation to see anything that just like really blows you away. I, I I just think he looks sharp. He looks efficient. He looks quick. Um, looks like he has total control of the offense. I don't see them having to reload stuff or, or you know, there's like a big panic to get guys moved around and in the right spots. It just feels like he's got total command of the offense. Uh, from the 949, I bet the over 9.5 line for season wins. I trust BV. Great coaching staff. Tell me a better coaching staff in the country. Can't do it. I am H.O. I also bet the over on nine and a half. So let's let's win this one together. Let's do it. Well, I I don't know. I'd say they're they're trending nicely towards having a good year. You never know what could happen. Um, it doesn't take much to kind of derail some things. But as it sits right now, I feel I feel like they're going to have a pretty solid football team. Four oh five. When you got a five star backup quarterback pushing you, it makes you better and gives you more confidence. I think that there's probably something to, and not just a five-star quarterback, but all the buzz that Jackson Arnold had pre-spring, during spring, and post-spring as well. Yeah, I, I and I commend Dylan Gabriel because it sounds like, and, and maybe there was never a realistic quarterback battle going into training camp. I'm sure that was the case, but he's put to rest any any questions about who QB one is, and yeah. and he's done that, Teddy. I mean, we're 17 days out until kickoff. That's true today. It was true yesterday. And it sounds like it didn't take many practices for that to be the case. And that is more about Dylan Gabriel and maybe less about Jackson Arnold. Like it, it sounds like what he's needed to be, he's, he's been that up to this point. Yeah. Yep. I, I've got, like, I'll say it again, I've got no complaints about what I've seen from Dylan Gabriel. Now, it's, it's practice. He's got to answer some of those questions in in live action out there on Saturdays, um, but I've got I've seen nothing from him that makes me question whether or not that's that's going to happen. I think he's in a good spot. Good point uh, from Fred here. You're talking about how he's more athletic, running around a little bit. Fred says, "I hope he didn't run towards Reggie Pearson." 
It's a good great point because that did not end well the last time that he did that in Lubbock, Texas. It didn't end well for uh, one of the running backs on the roster today either, not to ooh, be named. Yikes. From, from Reggie Pearson? Or yeah. From, ooh, nice. He can bring it now. Um, it was It was very difficult for the offense to run the ball today. And they had one opportunity, had created a nice hole, opened up. It's one on one with the with the safety unblocked, which is kind of what you want. It's you know you're always going to have that situation, and he blew him up, helmet right on the ball. Ball goes flying up in the air. Defense recovers. This is a really nice play. Peyton says, "I feel like last year the defense still had the here the we recovered. go again mentalities." Still where once things started to turn for the other team on a comeback, it wouldn't be possible to stop. And it feels like we had such a massive amount of turnover the last two years that that attitude is out of town. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not, going, to, I'm not going to suggest that there aren't going to be growing pains with this defense this year. I think that's going to happen. Um, but... I'm I'm seeing really good things on the back end. Peyton Bowen made a great play on a deep ball. Woody Washington made a great play on a deep ball. Bowman made a great play on a deep ball. Um, you know, I I thought Did you just mentioned three. No, oh, you said Woody Washington in there, right? I yeah. mean, you mentioned three defensive backs. I was trying to think if you mentioned three safeties or not. Regardless, you mentioned three different defensive backs that were all those one-on-ones mm-hmm. where they made great plays on yep. a deep ball. I'll take that. One-on-one coverage on deep balls. Yeah, it was it looked really good there. Um but, you know, they played they played a, a big majority of the scrimmage, really really solid football and then a couple of I mean, it's all it takes is a couple of lapses. And the offense can totally take advantage, and you've got free runners going down the field. So five eight zero. Who are the two guys that look really good at free safety? Well, I, I mean, who are the two starters going to be? Probably Bowman and Pearson, from what I could gather. But there, I, I think the overall point here is there are more than two guys that look really good at free safety so far. Yeah, um, I think Key Lawrence still looks really solid. Um. I'm I'm not sure what safety position Peyton Bowen's playing. If he's backing up uh, Bowman or if he's backing up Pearson well, or said yesterday just, he's played five different spots. Yeah, he's, so far I mean they're all over the damn. place, and they've got they've got several different packages where they've got different guys playing different spots, and um, you know I I'm just I feel really good about their the secondary where they're at right now. I think it's going to be going to be solid. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Keep hitting the text on. I see him coming in six five one three four three nine Knippelmeyer text line. We'll be back. OU and NFL camp updates are brought to you by Neutral Vodka Seltzer. Neutral is an official sponsor of OU Athletics. Made only with vodka, seltzer, and real juice. Gluten free with one hundred calories and zero added sugar. It's the last seltzer you'll ever need to try. You're simply. Things are heating up at Riverwind. With over 2,000 of your favorite games. And the final Beats and Bites of the summer. Beat the heat with Gary Allen and enjoy all your favorite food trucks on August 26th. Get your tickets online or at the box office for only $10. 
Riverwind really is the best place to play. It's the happiest day of her life. A little bit of sweet and a whole lot of heat. Rom's new sweet and spicy Gouda Burger is packed with mouth-watering flavor. We start with a fresh-baked artisan multigrain bun. Top it with a sizzling burger patty and bacon. Add a little mayo and then throw on the heat with apple habanero barbecue sauce and jalapenos. Oh, and we can't forget the smoked Gouda cheese melted to perfection. Brahms Sweet and Spicy Gouda Burger. Available for a limited time at Brahms. As we age, cataract surgery is often an inevitable step. And it's not just about restoring your sight, it's about upgrading your quality of life. So when it's time for cataract surgery, you have one big decision that can affect your vision for the rest of your life. The choice between a standard lens, which often requires you to rely on glasses for reading, or a premium lens. Consider Panoptics, Vivity, or a light-adjustable lens, the leading choices that can provide crystal clear vision and freedom from glasses. If you want to see far and you want to see near, you have to come here to the Advanced Laser and Cataract Center. Did the recent storms damage your home and roof? Call All-American Roofing today. All-American Roofing has been repairing and replacing roofs for over 40 years and is a second-generation locally-owned roofing company. They are also a Google-guaranteed contractor and offer free inspections. Our roofers are GAF Master Elite contractors with a BBB A-plus rating. Call All-American Roofing today at 405-787-0400. All-American Roofing, the best roofing company in Oklahoma. 405-787-0400. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen. For late nights writing English papers. For your teen's music taste. For dinners, where they talk more on their phone than with you. For the first time, they call you mom. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen, and you can't imagine the reward. To learn more about adopting a teen, visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Tired of your current living situation? With a variety of locations and over 40 floor plans to choose from, you can't lose with Home Creations. Every Home Creations home comes with enhanced included features such as built-in tornado safety features, quartz countertops, wood-like tile, and so much more. Live like a champion today by calling Holly of Home Creations at 405-364-9999 for more information. Home Creations. Now. We tend not to think about now. We dream about tomorrow, relive yesterday. But right now in front of us is victory over cancer. Right now, cancer research funded by the V Foundation is leading to better treatments and saving lives. Victory over cancer is there for the taking by you. Because today's cancer research is tomorrow's victory. Learn more at V.org. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Hey, y'all, I'm Kelly Clarkson. Every American dreams of creating a better life for his or her family. But in some communities, those dreams face difficult challenges. When we come together to help those in need get the same opportunities as everyone else, we truly are making our country a better place to live for all of us. So look for volunteer opportunities in your community to help others achieve the American dream, all right? This message is courtesy of the United States Air Force. PJ Adabare, and you have just heard rave reviews from him, or about him rather, out of Norman, since he stepped foot on campus. 
I mean, he is twitched up. He's long. He is just a freak show off the edge. He's going to play somehow, some way, similar to Peyton Bowen. I don't think he starts so far as, as the intel, but he's going to have a role. So you're excited about the Young Bucks uh, making some noise early in Norman. J.D. Piquel on three, saying P.J. Adabare, the five stars, looked the part so far in training camp. May not start, but going to find the uh, field in some capacity. I I don't doubt P.J. Adabare's ability. He's just at a position group right now with so much talent and so much depth. I imagine I he's not going to start early in the season. He's just not ready. Um, but that's not a bad thing. If there was, if there was a, if he starts by the end of the year, and we're not talking about injury, sit like situation, like if he works his way into a starting role, that would be an incredible. That would be an incredible jump from where he is now. You just got to remember that he's got Bothroyd, who's a multi-year Power 5 starter, Grimes, Downs, starters, Trace Ford, multi-year starter. I mean, he's going to play a lot this year, I would guess. Our Mason Thomas is... So he's got to make a jump himself, but then he's going to have to jump several other players on the day. And that's why I I would agree more than anything. Like, I'm not going to doubt P.J. Atabari making a massive jump during year one, but is it going to be enough of a jump, especially during a season where guys at that position might be playing well? It's Yeah, that's going to be tough. For yeah, him to start. he could be a, he could be a situational guy, um, but I do I do think that they're going to give they're going to get him snaps just to try and continue to bring him along, get him involved. Um, you know, I I just I wouldn't I wouldn't expect for him to be a starter this year. Like I said, if he ends up being a starter this year. It means he's taken a massive jump, and I totally welcome that. 918, please have Teddy tell us which receivers look good at today's scrimmage. Thank you. Um, I like that. Just get right to the point. Big fan. I, it was, there was not a lot of. No separate, no Andrew Anthony catching two uh, deep balls today. From what I saw, what I remember, the, the defense kind of won all the deep balls. The deep ball situations? Oh, let me ask you this then, okay? So it didn't sound like Andrew Anthony had two touchdowns on a deep ball, on deep balls like he did on Saturday. Was it obvious that's who they were trying to go to most of the time with no. the deep balls, or was it pretty spread out across the board? I don't know. I think it was, I think it was somewhat spread out. Um, Nick Anderson caught a deep ball for a touchdown, but again, it was corners playing cover two, safety, bust, we have no half field safety over, so he just he reroutes him and releases him, and like it's a throw and catch to a guy that's wide open by twenty yards. So it's not. I mean, it's not like a, he looked good doing that. So the question: Who stood out today at wide receiver? Um, maybe you could come up with one who performed the best, but no one stood out among uh, among the rest of the pack. I Is think that the fair? guy that was probably the most active was probably Gavin Freeman that I think probably had the most catches. But, again, I think that's because 
The defense did a really good job on the deep stuff, forcing most of it underneath. Um, working the the middle and the sidelines on the shorter routes. Um, yeah. No one really stood out at wide receiver. How about uh, your boy Caleb Hicks, who you're so high on? He continued to look like the best running back they have, or one I, of the best two? I honestly did not. I don't know if I remember, if I saw him getting carries today. Smothers got carries. Uh, Javante Barnes did. Barnes got carries. Major got carries. Tawi Walker got carries. And there may have been another guy in there, but I don't specifically remember Hicks, but that doesn't mean that he didn't. From the 360, I believe this is uh, the first text from this number from Washington State. I believe 2022 Dylan Gabriel was a little rusty from being injured almost all of 2021 and transferring to a new team, which is why he overthrew passes. After a year under his belt and more confidence, this is his year to shine. Back to 100 dime time. I think a lot of that stands to reason. Whenever you look at the situation, you've got, you got, it's the first year at Oklahoma. I mean, and it's different than playing quarterback at UCF. Okay. And I'm not looking down at UCF at all. I think that they, that's a really good program and they're, they're making moves, but it's different playing at Oklahoma. Whenever the last, what the three out of the last five guys that have played, taken a snap at quarterback at Oklahoma have won a Heisman trophy. And another one just played in the Super Bowl recently. Yeah. And was a finalist. Right? Was he second? Yeah, he's runner up. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I mean, that is a different animal than UCF. So, I think some of that was built in. I think he was thrown into a a difficult situation as a transfer, having to having to be the leader. I think coming off of an injury, coming off of an injury combined with. Dylan, we have no depth. You can't get hurt. Like those, those two things, like probably left him very timid on the field, and I'm just not seeing that from him. Yeah, so I, mean, I think I think that the text a lot of like I can't guarantee that that's the case, but a lot of that stands to reason. Well, he's he's a, a lot like several other players returning from last year that. You know, they, they weren't great last year. Um, they, they may have been good at times, but there was some inconsistency in there. Dylan Gabriel's like everyone else on this team coming back from last year. He, he can absolutely be better, and I think we all expect him to be better, maybe even much better than he was a year ago. It sounds like he's well on his way to that. For him to be much better than he was a year ago, there's going to have to be a lot of other people be much better than they that's, were a year and ago. And that's, that's totally fair. I, I just think the, the thing that fans – complained about the most last year is something we've talked about several times is just the wide open easy throws that he missed because mm-hmm. we talk about the unrealistic expectations at quarterback with who came before you those guys didn't miss the layups though they made incredible throws down the field don't get me mm-hmm. wrong they definitely didn't miss those layups and when you're not used to seeing quarterbacks miss those easy throws and he does it multiple times throughout the year I think just doing that's going to go a long way to the fan base saying, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, this guy is – he's a lot better than what he was a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Because the big plays will happen with this offense down the field. I, um, I'm i I'm optimistic with, with Dylan Gabriel. I don't think – he's not going to have a perfect year, and there's there there may be some, some times where we struggle a little bit offensively. But last year, 
he he wasn't really in a mode where he was making all of the people around him a lot better by the way that he plays. I think that he's going to be a little bit more that type of dude this year where he's spinning out, he's getting outside the pocket, he's letting some of his receivers get into scramble drill, throwing them open, um, you know, directing traffic before the snap, getting them in the right play to get guys. Like, I think there's going to be a lot more of that type of stuff from Gabriel this year. At least that's my hope. I'll ask about this individual player because um, I get a lot of this on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, which, by the way, keep them coming, 405-651-3439. Desan McCullough. How did Desan McCullough look today? How's he been looking? Is that still Justin Harrington's spot at Cheetah? What's the update there? It's still Harrington's spot at Cheetah, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but McCullough had a good day. He is, he is really good whenever they try to do like bubble and tunnel screens out to his side, whenever he's out of the box, like they just, they can't block him. The receivers are too small. He's six, five with like go, go gadget arms. So they can't block him. He just like holds him at bay and, he can, he can, he made, I mean, he made several plays like that and he's, he's doing really good whenever the formation pulls him to the perimeter of the box and he's just kind of extended on the outside of the box, physical, finds a way to make plays there. He struggles when they have to go man to man and he struggles in the deeper zone stuff. Like whenever, you know, uh, uh, a wide out is running to get open on him or uh, two wide receivers are running route combinations under overs uh, double slant, like just, just the different route combos. He he's uh, he's still low level when it comes to his, his zone drops and his pass game awareness. That's going to be the last thing to come for him, but he happens to have, uh, the best defensive coordinator in college football as a head coach who there's ways to hide that, right? There's there's ways to hide that with him. And I think that could be the case. But I still think – I think his future is incredibly what? bright. But I think Justin Harrington is still going to be the guy this year. He's just too versatile. Sounds like uh, with McCullough, if nothing else, like maybe mentally he's got a ways to go. But if it's just, hey, go use your strength and athleticism to go make a play mm-hmm. on the ball carrier, it seems like that's like not an issue. Yeah, on the, a, a yeah, on the perimeter, strength. because because of his length, the receivers just can't block him. Right? They just they they're so outmatched because you know a lot of it happens to be the the slot receivers that he's playing over are usually the smaller receivers on a team, right? And think about a guy like. Who plays there for us? Gavin Freeman or Petway or Drake Stoops. Like, not that those guys are are like have low capabilities, but that's a ma- that's a big time size for difference blocking there. a guy that's six five. I, I I don't care, and, and I don't really care what receiver is playing that spot. That's going to be a tough ask for anyone yeah. playing that in college football. Anyone. So that I, I think that is that's the upside that that they see and that they're just going to give him patience and let him work in there. I, uh, I see improvement. We we rolled into the segment with the J.D. Pakel cl- uh, clip. Here's another one on Marcus Major I found interesting.
Marcus Major lining up at H-back? That would be – I hadn't necessarily heard that. No, I haven't, and I haven't seen that. But that doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. You know, one of the glaring holes on our offense this year is the one left by Braden Willis. We just – Stogner – Stogner is a traditional tight end. He he's a guy that'll play on the inline for you. He he can split out for you. He can play a little bit off the ball, but that's just that's not his game. He's not going to line up in the offset eye like Braden Willis did last year and run ISO. So it wouldn't shock me if Oklahoma did go some 20 person just because of the numbers how light we are at tight end if we if we went some 20 personnel wouldn't be shocking um two backs in the backfield kind of like they did with P Ryan and Mixon yeah and you can do a lot out of that there's you know you can you can run them just sp- true split backs you can you can go like an offset eye formation you can almost turn the other guy into a little bit of a fullback i haven't seen that Whenever I've been out at practice, but I that would really help fill that that void that they because they just don't have a guy out of the tight end room that could do what Braden Wills did a year ago, as of right now. So I'm I, I don't think that it's outlandish to suggest that. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hour number one rolls on. A true Sooner fan wouldn't be caught dead without the KRF app. Join the Army. Get the app. Tell your friends. This is The Ref, where diehard Sooner fans listen. Summer sizzles with scorching savings at Dorsey Jones in El Reno. 2023 Buick Enclaves. Take up to 45.50 off MSRP plus 3.9% APR for 60 months. Or 2023 Buick Envisions. Take up to 4,500 off the MSRP plus 4.15% APR for 60 months. Buick sizzle at Dorsey Jones. And when you step out of yours, well, hot, hot, hot. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC. I-40 and Highway 81 exit 125 in El Reno. Or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. Experience the new Buick. See dealer for details. Don't be one of the powerless when extreme conditions strike. Lightning, high winds, excessive heat, or other severe conditions can leave you in the dark or worse. See the light. Contact Oklahoma Generator, the company that gives Oklahomans the power to protect their family, homes, health, business, and life. Oklahoma Generator is a certified Premier Generac dealer, providing professional installation, service, and repair to keep you safe and secure. Be ready for anything. Oklahoma Generator. OKGen.com. Power to the people. You've joined the ref for years with our 68 team giveaway in March. Now we're giving you a shot at college football glory in our first annual Gridiron Giveaway. Join us Monday, August 21st from noon to 7 p.m. at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond, 909 West I-35 Frontage Road as we give away 70 teams from all the Power 5 conferences. If you get one of the four teams that make it to the playoffs, you will win one of four major grand prizes. There will also be hourly instant giveaways throughout the day. Oh, there it is. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's the Refs Gridiron Giveaway, Monday, August 21st from noon to 7 at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond. Come early and stay all day for the fun and for your shot at college football glory. 
Whether you live in or visit Norman this summer, the City of Norman, NEDC, Visit Norman, and the Norman Chamber of Commerce want to encourage you to eat, shop, stay, and play local. Introducing Rose Rock Habitat for Humanity Restore, your one-stop shop for quality home improvement materials, furniture, and unique treasures. With our ever-changing inventory, you'll discover something new with every visit. Visit roserockhabitat.org for more information. Experience the best brewery in Norman, 405 Brewing Company. Norman's 405 Brewing Company is open five days a week. Enjoy a beer on the taproom patio or learn a new skill in the taproom academy class located north of Rock Creek off of Flood and look for the downtown location opening this fall. Hungry? You won't find a better spot for lunch, dinner, or drinks than on the legendary patio at the Mont. Enjoy the famous chips, queso, and a swirl. Remember, shopping local is better for the environment and the best way to support businesses that make Norman unique. So eat, shop, play, and stay in Norman this summer. Hi, I'm Tim Lasher from my company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. We install quality York products. The award-winning York Affinity Series is Energy Star rated and features a money-saving two-stage compressor design. Plus, every Affinity system comes with a 10-year parts and labor warranty and a lifetime warranty on the compressor. Now, you don't need to tell us anybody sent you. Just call the office and ask for me. I own the company. Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 579-3113. Get up to $550 in rebates now on qualified York components at Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? Stop. That dog does not want to be petted. (laughs) A heads up before something bad happens. You should not send that text. Uh Uh-oh. Life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but prediabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can reverse prediabetes and prevent or delay type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. It is the rush on the ref. A reminder, Monday at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond, it's our gridiron giveaway. We'll be giving out 70 college football teams from noon to 7 p.m. So join us at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond for your chance to get a team. If your team make, a team makes the college football playoff, you're going to win one of four awesome prizes and a whole lot of instant giveaways uh, throughout the day as well. That's noon to 7 p.m., Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond. We'll see you there, Ref Army, coming up on Monday. Going to be awesome. La- well, speaking of awesome, last night's weather around here was awesome. Oh. The night before the weather oh. was awesome. We actually spent time outside as a family <laughs> two nights ago. So I thought to myself, huh, should I get my hopes up and look at the forecast coming up in 17 days, what it might look like? Because we're all... Oh, really? We're all... I mean... We normally don't even look, right? Uh, the high is going to be like 98 degrees, 11 a.m. kickoff. It's going to be a scorcher. I look today and try not to get my hopes up. High of 89 degrees for the OU Arkansas State game. Low of 67 degrees. I Even like right now, it's 90 outside. But there's such low humidity. It feels amazing out there right now. This morning at the scrimmage, it was like it was almost like oh, there was, was awesome. a yeah. cool, crisp air. You know, it was. It was Feel like an October home game. Yeah, going to the it scrimmage was, it today. Was amazing Sweet. out there. It's great. Well, I mean, they're not playing UTEP. I oh, you can't play UTEP without it being right around 100 degrees. No doubt. Just like uh, last year. Well, so maybe Arkansas State will bring uh, the high 80s. 
Uh, that would be nice. However, just a couple of days ago, on Sunday, it was supposed to be um, like a really nice day. And it rained the entire day whenever we were, didn't really have a chance of rain. Still better than what we've had the month previous. Right. I Still guess I'm just that. saying is that we got a long ways before that. That's true. That, that'll probably change a million times. Uh, we like to give out uh, ticket help to the Ref Army from time to time when we find certain avenues available. For those of you that are still looking for BYU tickets, there is not a lot available on their website, but I did see today there are some uh, single-game tickets available for the OU-BYU game, right around 125 apiece. I feel like that's going to be an expensive ticket come game week. Have we done the um, crash their local server yet on them making we're a too game late. available? We, we're too late. We, sh- we should have done that about a month or two okay. ago. Yeah. They're too excited for that one. That's happened a couple of times. It, what didn't didn't happen in Nebraska for a brief moment? I sat by a ton of uh, OU fans last year at the Nebraska game because we said, "Hey, you can get it for uh, face value on the Nebraska right. website." And we're all up there in the end zone. And I feel like didn't that happen with the Cincinnati game coming up this year that someone texted in and said, "Hey, you can go on their website right Tulsa. now." Tulsa. It was the oh, Tulsa, it was Tulsa game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we 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 sold all of those. We got the we hacker get, network out there. Back from these visiting teams, man, no selling kidding. tickets. Come on, guys, stop! You're going to jinx it. Jinx what? Uh, probably the weather being <laughs> the high of 89 degrees for the first game. Oh well, at least I'm guessing. Hey, you just need to operate on it being a hundred triple digits. That's that's the way to operate on. It. And if anything below that, be happy. Kevin from Stoolwater, that's how he signs his name on his text, says, it definitely doesn't feel that good welding inside of a shop, but I'm super pumped for some OU football. Go outside, man. Go outside and weld right now. A little bit of a breeze. I think it's like 40% humidity outside. What do I know? It's welding. I'm sure it's hot and miserable no matter where you do it so were uh any any fights at practice today like at lsu or colorado or was the Uh-oh. weather so nice that everyone was in a great oh yeah lsu had a big fight last week really big a big fight that a like their top transfer who is a former five-star at a&m yeah. transferred to lsu he had missed like the two practices after and they even took the team photo without him so there's a thought that brian kelly's gonna maybe suspend him for a game or two because, you know. Swinging his helmet at someone fight, maybe. The who, fight was so bad. Then who Dion, knows? Dion had a quote about the recent fight at, at Colorado. Uh, what'd he say? Basic. I, I'll, I'll get the exact quote so I don't misquote him, but it's 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 interesting to say the least. Well. No no fight today is what I didn't. Like. I didn't see anything. I think there may have been a couple of like, like extended like, hand pushing things but nothing it was competitive enough right but it wasn't it wasn't where guys are are swinging on each other which is that's really what you want I mean I know every now and then you want to crank up the the um the amplitude and the intensity where it's right there on that edge it didn't I mean it felt like it felt like a good competitive scrimmage that's I was I was pleased with the tempo. Nothing, nothing yeah, overly. Dramatic. I mean, I asked you. I mean, um, it, Dion. I'll, I'll I'll get to that in just one second. Text line, but you seem um you seem in a good place after leaving the uh, scrimmage today. Yeah, 
I feel like if I were to ask you in a press conference setting, you'd sound just like BV or Ted Roof saying, hey, we got a long way to go. We are not there yet, but we're in an okay spot right now. Some of it is just—it's just hard as a casual observer on the side. It's just really difficult to know because I don't always know the call, so I don't always know when someone is messing up or what the fits are supposed to look like, and and that stuff I guess is is maybe let the coaches deal with that but on a large scale just kind of trying to take the entire thing in which I I made it a point to not just stare at the linebackers the entire time which is what I get stuck doing because I, I view it through that lens See, even you're starting to grow watching practice I know, I know I I I think it was I think it was competitive there's some not worries they're not worries right now, but some areas that I feel like need to improve. But I also understand that given what was what was thrown at those groups, it's probably levels levels above what they're going to see for some time. By the way, Dion, he was upset that not everyone participated in the fight. <laughs> his his point on the fight was hey. If you see dudes out there that are key contributors to the team, I saw a couple of you basically like just walking off the field to avoid the scuffle. No, you better get in the fight if one of your teammates is in the fight. I don't know about that. I saw two of y'all walking off over there, and you got a teammate fighting. Where they do that at? Where they do that at, Sanders said in a video. If one fight, we all fight. You understand that? I don't want to see y'all walking off when somebody's fighting. Never again, in quotes. There is I that that's just way too blanket of a statement. I, I don't know if anyone watched Hard Knocks last night, but they they were getting it was getting chippy with the old Jets. I by all means, everyone pile in there and step on each other and punch one another with your hands on helmets and, you know, twist shoulders and twist. Like, that's a stupid statement for a head coach. Yeah. Because the next time two guys squabble, guess what's going to happen? It's going to turn into a 100-man melee. I think uh, Big Noon, week one, it's going to be uh, – is it Kamor- – what's Hodge's first name? The linebacker at TCU. Yeah. Jamoy Hodge. Jamoy. It's going to be Jamoy Hodge picking a fight with the Colorado player, and he's going to end up having to fight – all uh, 53 CU players over there. Well, it's Moy okay. Hodge against everyone. It's one thing if you happen to be standing there and a player on, on the offense or the opposite of whatever side you play does something dirty and not within standard practice etiquette to one of your guys, like you back them up. If there's two or three guys that are tearing at one of your D linemen or, or whatever – Absolutely, you go and back him up. But you don't, as a bystander, go and dump a bunch of gasoline on a situation. That's stupid to say that as a coach. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. we got the final segment next. Join the movement. The Ref Army is growing. Don't miss a second of the Sooner coverage you want with the KREF app, the number one source for Sooner fans. 
GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Moore Norman Technology Center is a leader in workforce development for Oklahoma. High school students involved in technical education show strong graduation rates and are ready for employment in industry, for college, or both. Each year, over 90% of MNTC graduates work in their chosen fields and quickly begin contributing to Oklahoma's tax base. Your MNTC investment continually generates solid returns for your community and for the state. Call 405-801-5000 to learn more about Moore Norman Technology Center elevating our economy. Oklahoma football is the best, and Balfour of Norman on Historic Campus Corner has been Sooner fans' favorite OU shop for more than 45 years. Locally owned, Jerry and Libby invite you to stop by and see what is new. Choose from great polos from Jordan, Nike, Columbia, Antigua, and women's tees and fashion tops that'll get you game ready. You will also find something for the younger Sooner fans with sizes from newborn through youth. There's a large collection of OU hats, including the new Huey hats. With their selection of socks, Balfour literally has you covered from head to toe. But they are more than just a t-shirt shop with everything you need for tailgating or watch parties, serving pieces, barware, and even framed art of Sooner greats and other decorative pieces. If it says OU, Balfour has got it. You can count on Balfour of Norman for the best selection, quality, and service. Or shop online at crimsonproud.com, where you will find everything Sooner. Get geared up at Balfour of Norman, 792 Asp Avenue on Historic Campus Corner. Serving in Afghanistan, I was shot in the head by sniper fire. I was given a 5% chance to live. I'm Adam Alexander, and I'm a veteran. Today, I visit classrooms and share my story. I tell kids that with a little help and a lot of work, that you can overcome any challenge. DAV helps veterans like Adam get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. My victory is being there for the next generation. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. When you're high, you feel different. You think different, you talk different, you draw different, you listen to music different, but you probably knew that. Problem is, you also drive different, and not in a good way. That's why driving high is illegal everywhere. So if you're high, just don't drive. Make a plan to get a sober ride. Because if you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Center is one of the leaders in orthopedics and podiatry surgery in the state. With six orthopedic surgeons and one podiatrist, along with on-site PT and one of the largest open MRIs in the state, they are able to diagnose, treat, and help with recovery for a wide range of injuries. With offices located across the state, they are never too far away. Give them a call at 405-364-7900 or visit them on the web at orthonorman.com for appointments or more information. The staff of Primrose stands ready to serve families before and after the passing of a loved one. Call us today so that our staff can share with you how you are able to pre-plan all of your services in advance of a need. This will relieve your family and friends from having to make decisions on the hardest day of their life. Call us today at 405-321-6000. 
It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Many of you are asking about our thoughts on the old uh, Kenny Gajewski, Kelly Maxwell situation. He had some comments last night on Kelly Maxwell oh, transferring to really? you. Oh, yeah, you better buckle in for that. We're going to hit okay. that at the top of the uh, top yeah. of next hour, top of the 4 o'clock hour. Woo, boy. He's, uh, he's got, he got canceled by OU fans, essentially, today with his comments. We'll, uh, we'll get into that. Uh, the Big Ten, I guess, has a deal with Peacock this season. And Ohio State and Wisconsin fans are pissed about this. Because I guess um, the, the Big Ten teams like that, Ohio State, Wisconsin, have to play at least one Peacock-exclusive game this year to try and drive up those subscriptions. Ooh, boy. Up there in the Big Ten, fans aren't happy about that. Really? i got to subscribe to this streaming service to watch an Ohio State game this year? That is beneath us. We don't play on Peacock. Well, I hey, I understand there's it's it's basically they're turning it into a it's a pay-per-view right that's i mean i i think they had one game on the big 10 network last year it's if you have to if you have to purchase a subscription service in order to view it that's a pay-per-view i know i know you don't have to do it every time it's a one-time deal but i don't know how much it is it's something and it's probably a monthly fee that's just going to pile up on you I don't blame them for being pissed. And the other part, in my experience, the Peacock streaming app sucks. That's it not, is not all horrible. That, not all that shocking. It's horrible. Not the commercials take forever. It doesn't like download fast, and it like skips. And it's junk. Uh, are you ready for the longest halftime of your life this season? I'm not going to complain about it. For two reasons. One, it'll mean OU's in the Big 12 championship for the first Mm -hmm. time in three years. And two, it's Nelly. Come on. Basically, Nelly's performing uh, for the Big 12 championship halftime show. This year? This year, yeah. So I guess the two bands are going to perform, and Nelly's going to perform as well, is what I read. The two bands? That's what I'm saying. Like It's going to be a long halftime show. Buckle in. But I'm not going to complain. So using the Big 12 title game for the first time in three years, and come on, it's Nelly. Man, I don't know about that. Uh, Nelly, love the idea, okay? I think that's awesome. Both bands performing? Yeah, not so much. I yeah. Nelly's got some bangers uh, from my era. Like, this is this is totally, like, Someone my age that would like the Nelly performance, I I, I totally get that. But I, how are you going to follow up that act or do it before? I don't know. It's just Pride of Oklahoma plays Thriller <laughs> after that. <laughs> are they going to play like some of his songs, or are they going to? They it? should do that. I mean, just like they're, they're the. Uh... I would understand if the bands like were in it like maybe playing the music or something like that and hopefully that's what that that statement really meant to say is they're just involved in it somehow but honestly i would just i would just like nelly please yeah i would just 5.99 for peacock six bucks a month well to tell the ohio state fans that they're really they're really upset right now it's six bucks a month that they didn't have before and i don't know if anyone else has noticed but you've been nickel and dimed to death how many streaming services do you have now where it's, oh, it's only five, all of eight them. bucks? I don't, I don't know what the number is, but the answer is all of it's them. It's like 15 of them, and you're still paying for cable. All right, quick timeout. We'll be back with our number two next.